This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, good morning, folks, and welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, as the announcer said, Brian Bowersock, and the house with me is my co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. Why are you always smiling at me like that? It's Saturday morning. It's a good time to be happy, right, Doc? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Even Brendan's smiling. I got a three-day weekend because, you know. What, do you got Tuesday off, too? Uh, no, Monday, because it is Memorial Day. So, But you're working, and it's Saturday. So how do you got a three-day weekend? He gets, oh, he gets a two-day. Yeah, okay, well, thank you for, you know, <laughs> raining on my parade. I know. <laughs> so you actually get a two-day weekend when you normally don't. That's still a bonus. Well, I work Sunday, too, so I guess it's just a one-day weekend. So thank you very much. <laughs> he gets to spend the day with Dave. Oh, there you go. Are you guys going to be in here watching the race? Uh, he always does every time. I won't be in during that time, but afterwards I will. Oh, okay. gotcha. He, well. He'll brag about Joey Logano losing, and I'll be sad in the corner probably. <laughs> <laughs> Such a tight-knit little family we have here at 1170, you know. Um, all of us, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, our good friend Dave on Sunday. Make sure you tune in for him, you know, too, because he's uh, – uh, Dave, Dave does everything from uh, race talk to gun talk to everything else, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that 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 friend, old friend of mine, talks so much on the radio that uh, it's like going. I don't know. It's like going to Grandpa's house on Sunday dinner, and he just talks <laughs> and talks. <laughs> I hope Dave's not listening. That will not go over well. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning. Uh, we appreciate you joining us on uh, this Memorial Day weekend. Uh, you know where we're giving thanks to all the uh, uh, military members that gave their life, obviously, so we could have this freedom. Um, uh, very important. Um, just very important weekend, so very important uh, tribute, obviously, and uh, um, Memorial Day weekend, uh, like I said, is uh, um, goes it, out to all those folks that have lost their lives to make sure that we have these great freedoms in the United States of America. Yeah, it's a special day, special it, day to community the the people that have, the fallen uh, soldiers that have died in action. Um, and you know what? Some people get this uh, holiday f- messed up. Yes, and even even the people in the military get this messed up because I had a guy. Me and uh, Rob were out on uh, Camp Pendleton on Memorial Day weekend, one weekend earlier fishing, and I had I even had him, Rob and that guy kind of got in an argument. The guy's a colonel, and he goes, "This is my day." I'm like, "No, it's not your day." <laughs> this you're still fall a, into you're, the dead. You're still alive. This yeah, is not your day. Veterans Day is your <laughs> that, day. That's right. <laughs> and Veterans Day is my day because I'm a veteran also. Exactly. But I'm still alive, so I don't want to be more. Well, when I die, maybe I want to be memorialized. I don't want to be memorialized right no. now. Uh, you can't do that. So use, I believe you have to, well, I don't know. I'd have to look up the meaning of memorialized. But anyway, uh, Memorial Day is- Is it like caramelized? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> less, probably less tastier, I'll be honest with you. But Memorial Day is, Kevin is correct, goes um, for 
remembrance of everyone that's given their life in the military so that we could have the great freedoms in this country. And that's all it's about. That's what it's about. So very important stuff. Anyway, so uh, hopefully uh, while you're out there enjoying Memorial Day and family time and all that, uh, make sure that, uh, you know, you just take a moment to uh, reflect a little bit on uh, how great a country this is and everybody that uh, has given their life so that you could have the freedoms that you have. So important. So there you go. All right, folks, give us a call here. We're talking about anything automotive related, though. 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Um, as, uh, you know, as always, we're here to discuss anything automotive related. We're talking about hybrid and electric vehicles today. Uh, Brendan and Kevin's favorite things. So we always seem to get th- that we end up talking a little bit about this. So I thought, well, what the heck? I'll just do a whole segment about it and talk about them. So you have anything to say now? Uh, no, no I, you know, I think this is a really good conversation to decide what kind of car you need. I mean, you have kind of, at this point you had three options. I yeah, mean, yeah, actually. Yeah. Do you need a, do you need a, a regular, uh, um, combustible engine car such as gasoline or diesel? Do you need a hybrid car, which is both, uh, uh, gas and I don't know of any hybrid diesels. Though, do you? No. Not off the top of my head. There could be Uh-oh, one Brennan, out there Brennan's somewhere. Googling this stuff. GTS. <laughs> <laughs> um, I figured if anybody did something like that, Volkswagen would be the one that did it first. <laughs> Volkswagen might have a hybrid. Actually, you know what? I think Audi has a hybrid diesel. Which would be Volkswagen. Volkswagen, Audi, Audi uh, Porsche. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Huh, that's a good question. I didn't. I never researched that. So I haven't but, either, but... Uh, it's one of those things. I guess it's one of those things. You know, I started thinking about that the other day ago because uh, my son-in-law said something to me, and he uh, he was telling me that one of his friends, they were going to go out and buy two electric cars, and that's when we got into the discussion. I'm like, well, is it... Is that a wise thing for them to do? Because you're telling me that he's getting ready to retire, and she's already retired. I mean, are they going to start traveling more? Are they going to need one gasoline car, one electric car? What are they going to need? So that you know, they kind of figured it out on what they or they need a hybrid. I go, he could get a hybrid. It's kind of like a, I go that way if yeah, you, go- you know. So one of the things if you if you're going to travel and you there's a lot of charging stations in a lot of places. Like if you're traveling up and down California or into Nevada and that, but if you start traveling in. Across the flyover states, I don't know how well it's well how far embedded in between. There. I mean, you can get in farm country, you might run run out of battery before you get to a charge. Well, station. even at that, at this point, even even not that. I mean, that's bad enough, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, if you if you get, I mean, you could get stuck somewhere because you. I mean, uh, and I'm I'm going to tell you a true story that uh, um, that uh, I do a lot of enduro riding, as you know. Yes, and we were uh, uh, doing a ride up in uh, Oregon. My good friend John uh, and and his uh, buddy lived in Reno, and uh, uh, um, um, John's buddy decides he's going to drive. He has one of the Tesla SUVs, the ones that the doors flip up on. You know, yes, yes. I forget which model that is. And anyway, uh, the uh, um, so they decide to hook the motorcycle trailer. I mean, dirt bikes are light, so you can. T- it's easy enough. They hook the motorcycle trailer to the back of this Tesla, and they just start off out of Reno, and they're heading. Heading up the uh, um, to come to Oregon, right? Well, not a problem. They stop and they, but they have to charge the thing, right? Yes. So when John, I I end up up in Oregon with these guys, and me and John are having dinner one night and just chatting because I he said we became good friends several rides ago, and uh, uh, um, and just chatting about different things and his his son and and stuff like that, and then that came up, and he says, "Yeah, you know, I'll never do that again with him." And I was like, "Why? What happened?" And he's like. He's like, every time 
you know how we're in our trucks because he drives a truck also. He's got you got your bike in the back of the truck. You're on the way. You stop. You fill up with grass. You might grab something to eat and you just kind of gnaw on it on the way and you get back on the road, right? It's like every time we have to stop and charge that car, <laughs> it's dinner because it's an hour at least that I'm sitting there staring at this car plugged into this big, you know, because they have fast chargers. But it takes about an hour to fully and you, and obviously they want to fully charge it up because Cause you're going next, a full drive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, very interesting stuff for sure. Um, um, but, and it was a good thought to that was like, Hey, you know, right. This, that car is probably not right for this. It's great for in town. I mean, I know several people that own Teslas that like them in town. They just cruise around in them. And that's a great concept without question. Or the even traveling, like if you work in Los Angeles and you're driving from here to LA and then back, you know, I mean, still a great concept works just fine. Right. But when you get out on the open road, I'm not sure that's the best choice of a car. Well, besides that, I don't, you know, the thing is, is I, I want to say just by thinking in theory that. Electric motor would be a good motor to tow with because you get torque at all RPM ranges and stuff like that. So you would think that I don't know yeah, how it just I'm sure that the more weight you put on the car, though, the faster. Uh, obviously, I know the battery, sure the battery drain. drains. Faster. See, that's where I was going to go with this, because I'm not really sure how they change their torque loads. I don't know if they change the magnets in the engine or they or they're just doing it by voltage. I don't know. I don't know how they're changing it around. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was wondering on something like that. So yeah, it's hard to say. Hard yeah. to say. What were you going to add, Brendan? Oh, that uh, I don't know if you guys heard the recent news about Tesla, but they lost a safety um, a rating because of the radar system they're taking out out of it or something. Oh, the one that used to do do the self driving. That's correct. Are, yeah. are they removing it? Yes, that's right. Well, I think probably because too many people have uh, um, people well, they're losing a safety rating because of it, though. That's the thing. Oh, so. because of it being in there or being removed? Yeah, taking it out. Oh. You, you would think that would make the safety rating go up. Yeah, I, I thought say, so, too, but that, it's weird. It's weird. There's been a few deaths, as far as uh, I know, with that. But then again, not because of Tesla, more because of the fact that the people don't don't pay attention to what they're supposed to be doing. Too many people put that thing on self-driving, and they're reading a newspaper, watching a movie, while the cars. That's a good way to die. Well, you know what? Because I, and the reason I'm going to think about this, Domino's is, is working on right now, their commercial out right now, is they're trying to deliver pizzas. I saw that okay. thing. It's called Annoyed or something like that. Well, no, the Noid is actually something they used to be back. You remember the Noid oh, yeah. back? In the, okay, but uh, I've been trying to figure this angle out every way how they're going to make this electric car work like that because there's all these things that you can program everything you want into all these cameras and stuff, but things don't always work how we want them to work. You know what I mean? So I was thinking about all the options of how this thing could. Yeah, well, there's not a person in that thing either, but hopefully it doesn't run. I was over thinking about more about the person walking across the crosswalk is what I was thinking about because that that machine's actually got to. Uh, if it sees a, uh, like, according to the commercial, it sees something in the roadway, it automatically adjusts its path and goes a different way. So, Correct. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how this works. So when it comes down the road, it sees somebody in the roadway, it goes up across your lawn, through well, your rose bushes, I mean, and back out the other it's side. It's a computer. It can't, it's not us. I, it can't make a decision like. No, but I, I, it's programmed. I mean, the technology they have to do that is quite amazing, I believe. But if it gets itself in a situation where it's. It was might it per- just shut down. Maybe that would be a good option, too, though. See, that's the thing. I don't know all the options on it. That's they why m- I was... might shut down, and your pizza won't get there in 30 minutes or less. It's going to be But see, cold. that could cause an accident, too. <laughs> because if a car was stuck in the middle of a major freeway, I mean, you know, so... Oh, that, I, but that happens with people driving. Yes. <laughs> so, I'm just... All good. All right. Hey, real quick, uh, before we... Let's uh, grab Bruce and Carlsbad real fast. Good morning, Bruce. Morning. Um, question about... Uh, Interstate batteries. Sure. It, uh, I've been getting them at Costco all along, and I, I'm seeing if I 
put my vehicle in, it gives me a choice of two which uh, of the Group 65 batteries. Mm-hmm. And there's a big difference in the price. And one is a, a, an MT, MTX 65. Uh-huh. And uh, the, the other is the uh, MTP 65. Correct. And it's like 65 bucks. Uh, cheaper than the uh, other one, and I'm just wondering if there's a bigger difference between the two. Actually, there is. So the MTP65 is built with larger and heavier uh, plates in it, and that mm-hmm. is truly the difference. And 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 you know that. So when we compare batteries, and people ask like, well, how do you know the quality of it? We do it by weight. So if you were to weigh in the MT65 versus the MTP65. There's a weight difference in it, and the reason why is because the structure and the way the battery's built. The 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 more lead in these, the stronger, the more the plates are, the the more they have as far as uh, uh, consistency, power, and last longer. It's a higher quality battery, plain and simple. Okay, so you're saying would you at at that price variance still go with the uh, pay the difference and get the MTX the the more expensive one? The MTP, you mean? Yes, the more. Yeah, it, MTP is is their uh, top of the line battery. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, so the more expensive one, yes, that it it is a higher quality battery. And if it's a car you're keeping, you're going to drive. Uh, then, and depending on what you do, I my my truck ran in a '65 also, and uh, I always use that battery. I was always out in the middle of nowhere and things. I just wanted to make sure I had the best quality battery in my truck. So. Yeah, the uh, description on the interstate site itself says one is if you have a car that's really optioned out, you get the the better battery. Correct. Uh, and if, if that holds true, it's uh, this car is pretty basic. It's not optioned out. That well, much. and it depends on you know what you're doing. I mean, but usually the 65 will last. That MTP will last longer for you. Uh, gotcha. As far as in year and time and stuff like that. But yeah. uh, if you're not leaving town and you're not using it a whole lot, you know, and, and, and just, you know, it just depends on what you want to do. But uh, right. both, both of them are good quality, but the MTP is definitely a, a, a uh, more uh, uh, vigorous and, and, and built uh, a little stronger battery. So Gotcha. And, and another thing about the, uh, I see some of the, even though it's Group 65, I'm noticing uh, some manufacturers variations on the width by oh even up to like a quarter of an inch give or take is that true that the- yeah they usually the height and uh that ha- the height has to be exactly the same uh they, if they want to make the width a, a, a little shorter they can and that when it comes into they cut i mean think if you cut a quarter of an inch off every plate in there how much they save money it's like anything else, and you may say, "Well, that's not a lot of money." But when you when you create all these different batteries, and you that, that could be a lot of money in lead. Trust me. Oh, well, the reason I, the reason I was asking with respect to the, the width of the battery, I, I have a clamp down, mm-hmm. uh, and you're not going to have too much variation there, you know, to to reach the lip with that clamp. It's the bottom clamp that clamps down on the lip of the battery. Gotcha. So and if I get something that was too too narrow, it's not going to make it. I, if that being the case, is there that you know of any uh, spacer-type thing that uh, that you can buy, or is that something you could fabricate yourself? Well, some of these companies make replacement batteries that are sh- not as tall, 
and there's there's spacers that go underneath the battery. Uh, we're not seeing that so much anymore. Most battery, I mean, like Interstate, their batteries are pretty much made exactly uh, to the size of uh, manufacturer's batteries so that they fit, like you said, the clamp down things. Uh, in earlier years, uh, those clamps were a little more uh, uh, um, forgiving and a little bit of stuff, but you will find mostly these days, most batteries are pretty darn close to what the OEM size was as far as uh, in dimensions. Right, gotcha. Okay. okay. All yeah. right. Uh, we're going to have to take a break here real quick, Bruce. Hey, we appreciate your uh, call, and uh, good talking to you, and I hope you have a wonderful, safe uh, Memorial Day weekend. You too. Take thank, care. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. All right, folks, give us a call here, one 888 That's 888-344-1170 as you're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego and K-Praise. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. In the house with me is my co-host, Kevin Bowersock, of course. I appreciate y'all joining us here for Auto Talk Radio. I do have a list of manufacturers. I'm just curious, Brendan, of these people, which one any of these cars are made in the U.S. Not many, I don't think. I, like I don't them. see many, no, honestly. No, so, but these are worldwide. That's great. So, yeah, cool. So we have a list. We're going to go over that in a minute of uh, diesel hybrids. Very cool stuff. Uh, a lot of them are probably in Europe or uh, Asia. To be honest with you, because uh, I've seen these before when traveling, come to think of it now. Never really thought about it much. And I'm probably not because it's not here in the United States uh, that we deal with them. So anyway, if we'd seen one roll in, man, I'd be letting you know. Anyway, I do want to remind you, uh, give us a call here at one 888 That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive related is always we're here to uh, uh, discuss with you. Uh, we're happy to talk about. Um, I do uh, want to remind folks that uh, auto talk radio is brought to you by the west automotive group which consists of west escondido automotive and transmission at 2200 auto parkway in escondido triple <clears throat> a approved and star certified for over 28 years taking care of folks up in north county uh along with west el cajon automotive and transmission 844 north johnson avenue in el cajon uh triple a approved and smog certified uh taking care of folks out there in east county for over eight years now and uh West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, uh, AAA approved and smog certified, uh, taking care of folks over there uh, for over four years now in central San Diego. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall, AAA approved and star certified for over two years, taking care of folks right here in the Golden Triangle. All of us, uh, myself, my employees, and everybody, uh, that's part of the West Automotive Group come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. We believe in the same philosophy, and that is we never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. What that means is uh, we'd never recommend a service or repair to you that we wouldn't do to our own vehicle or recommend to our own mother or father or brother. Can I recommend a repair to you, Kevin? Sure. All right, good. 
Anyway, <laughs> stop in to have your vehicle serviced or repaired and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about for sure. Uh, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. And we also have some of the longest nationwide warranties on everything from uh, uh, transmission, service and repair, or uh, rebuilding to uh, um, you know just basic uh, repairs on your vehicle. All of our warranties are nationwide. Uh, you can also take advantage of our CertiCare transmission uh, diagnosis, like I stated. If you think you're having a transmission problem, get your vehicle in. Let us diagnose it. We have a whole department that deals with this. Um, and uh, make sure that that actually is the problem you're having uh, versus getting a repair and still having a problem, which we do often see. We don't like to see that with folks. So let's make sure we spend money on, on the things that need to be repaired properly. And uh, you can do that with our CertiCare transmission diagnosis. Uh, we also offer free shuttle rides to or from work or home, along with low-cost rental vehicles at all four locations. That's westautomotivegroup.com. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram also by going to westautomotivegroup.com where we send out all kinds of cool tips during the week, things like that, little automotive stuff, just some fun fun things, sometimes, sometimes some trivia, etc. You can also check out The Auto Man where I'm the auto man for the CW uh, on uh, Fridays, the Friday uh, morning and evening news for the CW uh, uh, channel. Uh, well, I want to say Channel 6 it used to be, but I, I think it's 6 and several others, so... Uh, just a CW, uh, along with uh, um, Fox 5 on Wednesday morning. So you can check out, uh, if you uh, don't want to see it live, you can just go to westautomotivegroup.com and click on that. It'll take it you to our YouTube channel where all my segments are, and you can watch them from there. Um, or you can go to Auto Talk Radio where it takes you right to where we put all of our, uh, our segments also for Auto Talk Radio if you missed one. Or if you want to grab them from our podcast, you can do it uh, – through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. So um, you can go there and, and download them anytime. Uh, but this morning, give us a call, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170, anything automotive-related. As we're talking about uh, hybrid and uh, gas vehicles, hybrids, gas, and electric vehicles, and what's the best option for you. So we do have a list uh, as far as... Um, and like I said, I don't. Most of these are not sold in the U.S. I will point out, I did uh, not put down so a lot of the European dealerships because, like you said, they're not sold here in the U.S. Correct. either. So I try to exclude as much as I could. So. No, that's no, that is a good. But uh, uh, Bentley, Toyota. I don't know of any Toyota diesel hybrids sold here that they, I've ever they seen. They say that a Forerunner is a diesel hybrid, and it's available here in the U.S. Uh, it, it, only the 2020 version, though. Okay. They stopped doing that. Wait, wait, wait. Can I ask you a question? Oh, Why yeah. did you say they say that the... Because he looked on the it's, internet. It's Google, so <laughs> I, you can't trust it I, totally. I, all I, know, I know that, but what, is it, what makes it, if they say that it's a hybrid, what makes it a what, what, why are they saying it's a hybrid? All, all I can say is anything on the internet's true, obviously, right? Uh, okay. I mean, no. okay, there you go. No, he looked it up, and what he's saying is they. He's saying Google. He's calling oh, Google Oh, okay, so they, they're not, it's they not actually say. a hybrid. It's just... No, it is a hybrid. Yeah, but what... It's diesel. It's a hybrid. Okay. So it's, it's a hybrid. I haven't seen a hybrid like that, neither, in a Toyota. So that's why I'm asking. No, but he's saying they made it one year. But that doesn't mean they sold any of them. Oh, that's true. Because they stopped it making it. It could be a concept car, I guess. Well, no. No, what I'm saying is... They made a few, and they put them out there, and five of them sold in the U.S., and they're running around, and we may never see one. Or they went and bought them all back because they were just not no good, or what? <laughs> I could have. It's an option on their part, I guess. Um, 
Bentley, Toyota, BMW. I could see BMW uh, uh, or, in, in and, foreign and, countries and Mercedes. Well, I don't know. What, like Mercedes, they're blue tech diesel. I could see them making a hybrid here. So um, it's highly possible. Audi, yes. Remember, I said Audi, Volkswagen, of course. I could. I there probably are some now. How many got sold of these? Is why we haven't seen them. That's the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know. You have to be somebody that wants a diesel. And a hybrid. So keep that in mind. A diesel hybrid. So, you know, a Land Rover, I'm sure they've sold them. A Jeep, go figure. Yeah. Uh, but G- I, I, have n- I have never seen a diesel Jeep here in the U.S. ever. So I don't know if that's a U.S. one well, Once again, 2020, and that's the only time they cut it off after that. So, so each one of these manufacturers sold one of these. <laughs> or at least for <laughs> one year, one right? running around in one year. Or they never sold any. They just sat on the lot, and they went back to the crusher. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, it's hard to... Yeah, Volvo, I, got I could see. So I bet you anything, there are some probably Mercedes, Audi, uh, Volvo, Volkswagen, and BMW ones out there running around somewhere in, in, the, in the U.S. I bet out of all these cars, they're also Ford, but... When what I I've never seen a, a smaller Ford diesel ever. No, yeah, no, but uh, that's probably what in Europe, o- other countries. Yeah, they're big. Yeah, but he, but Brendan said, well, the, that one is actually developing right now. It's for the new Ford F one fifty. Oh, okay, I could now. see. Okay, so that one's not been sold then. Correct. Yeah, okay, it's about it. to be soon. So all so. these are relatively new, twenty twenty or newer, pretty much. That is correct. Okay, yeah, that's also why we haven't seen them because. Good point. If they're brand new. They're still under warranty. Or know? they haven't even, nobody's bought one yet. Yeah, and they don't have enough miles to even come in for an oil change yet because in 2020 we're going through COVID. So if you bought one, you know, or they're on a lot waiting to be sold. You're correct. So, you know, most people last year didn't drive a lot. I wonder what, I mean, especially like Volkswagen. I wonder, I wonder what kind of mileage you get out of a diesel hybrid. Yeah. Probably good mileage. Because, I mean, look, the, the Volkswagen Sound. diesel back in the day got like 50 miles a gallon just. You know, regular diesel. Remember, so, I owned one of those. I know. Remember? I think I was awesome. Diesel Rabbit. Well, I that, need one. A Wiley Rabbit. It had leather interior. Fifty cents could take you for two days. It, it was. It was. It was a <laughs> white diesel Rabbit <laughs> and leather interior. I bought that car for two hundred dollars because the car was pristine and it, it had, it had leather interior head, in it. It had blown a head gasket. Remember? I know. The cool thing about those cars is uh, five minutes. We worked on a lot of them where we were working <laughs> at that time, and uh, um, I. Pull the head, pop the pistons out with the motor in the car, hone the cylinders, re-ring it, re-rebearing it. You never had to take the motor out of the car, remember? Yeah, it's yeah. like old school. Yeah, so re-honed it, re-bed it, redid the head, the valves, everything, put it back together, aligned everything. Man, those things ran great. Especially, especially on diesels, those, when you did head gasket, you wanted to ring and valve them because diesels have so much pressure on the rings. Because there was it was just time. There's like 500 it. psi in the old diesel v or uh, diesel one, so yep. in every cylinder. So it does wear the cil- the rings out pretty quickly. That bad boy ran like a champ. Oh yeah, all, all the way. You're gonna get nowhere quick, but all all, all the way till Zach's mom loaned it to her friend. Loaned it to her friend, and her friend filled it with regular gasoline. Sounds like a little sewing machine. I, and I can't give you any numbers on the Volkswagen numbers because, they're again, they're still in development. Uh-huh. So right now under MPG, it says to be determined still. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. It'll be interesting to find out. Well, you know, that that all depends on where you live, too. Because, you know, I mean, if like San Diego is pretty up and down hilly. I mean, go over to Kansas, it's pretty flat. I'm sure you're going to get a lot better gas mileage in a car in Kansas than you are here. So the, the fuel mileage thing is never. estimated. 
I, yeah, and they never really work. And though. besides, those MPGs, they usually do it on a flat surface anyway to try to boost their advertising, like saying, oh, we're oh, 53. Yeah. Well, it's pro- actually probably downhill, Brandon, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, that too, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they do not do it downhill. I do agree. It's, it, the mile per gallon estimated is figured on a track. So flat, yeah, not not hilly, not, yeah, so that's how they do them. Um, because, but they, and everybody does it the same, so, I mean, it makes it relative. Well, I mean, that's how you have to do it. Also, the car's not loaded. The car's well, not, and they do it, do it at a mild temperature. Well, and right? everybody drives differently. We all drive with our foot on the gas pedal different. We all go light to light differently. We all, you know what I mean? So, it, it, that all depends on that, too. But that's all done with, like, set on, on how, uh, like, at a certain speed, cruise, and that's how they get the mile per gallon. Yeah, I know that. So, it's that it's not somebody pushing the gas. I mean, that's why it's I know that when people track. go buy these cars and they think they're going to get 50 miles a gallon. It depends how you drive the car to get to 50 miles a gallon. Correct. They do. They, it's hard. So, yeah, that's what I'm trying to. It doesn't happen that way. No. Usually. So, anyway. You ha- to get good gas mileage, you have to be gentle on the car. You do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, depends. I mean, if you, yeah, well. Depends on what you consider good gas mileage. I mean, would, if you're driving a hybrid diesel, you could probably probably rabbit the thing and still uh, get good gas mileage. I mean, comparative to something else. So, all good. All right, folks, give us a call here. 1-888-344-1170. Uh, that's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive re- related we're here to talk about. We're going to uh, go to uh, our next break real quick. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego 1170 and K-Praise. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. We're talking all things hybrid, gas, and electric, and diesel, too, obviously. So what is the best car for you? Have we decided what is the best car for you, Kevin? Uh, you know, I, I, what I don't... He doesn't, doesn't even know what car no, he should get. I'm thinking, of, why don't they use the... Uh, instead of... A, I mean, because they're always on the fuel and the hybrid thing and all that stuff. How come we never went back to the... Uh, what was the thing with the cracking the water bottle goals again? I, I can't think of the name of it, uh... Hydrogen? Yeah. Well, how come we never use hydrogen? What What was the... Uh, in there other countries like Iceland and all them using hydrogen right now? wasn't a very good... Oh, uh, they never panned out for them? Didn't, okay. Didn't work very good. No. At least all that I... Well, I didn't... Know. I was wondering if you could use hydrogen to power a hybrid. If it would... If it would... Uh... A hybrid... Hydrogen hybrid. Yeah. Hey, all you automatickers out there listening, you should make one of those. Kevin had buy Well, they're all... <laughs> they all keep saying, do this, do that. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, so no. It's interesting. Um, I don't know. The answer to that is I don't really know. We, I do know that, obviously, if you're going to make a hybrid gas and diesel, 
very reliable. I mean, as far as you're going to do that. You know, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, we, we service a lot of uh, retirement community uh, buses. And remember, uh, the one company had bought a hybrid bus, and then the hybrid company went out of business and made it. And we had problems. We couldn't get any parts for the stupid yeah, they That bus had like 6,000 miles on it. They had to junk it because there, there was no parts available. The hybrid company that made it, for that, because it was a Ford, but Ford didn't make it. So it was an these, aftermarket hybrid. Correct. These companies were turning them into hybrids and sold a bunch of them, and then you couldn't get parts for the stupid things because the hybrid company went bankrupt. Huh. Yeah. So they ended up uh, with it was like a hundred and fifty thousand dollar bus. They got like six thousand miles out of it or something, or ten thousand miles. I can't. Remember. It was low. It was under fifty thousand miles, and they had to junk the bus. $100,000 down well, the drain. Well, to try to change that thing and take all the hybrid out of it would have been, like, ridiculous in cost. So It would have been more expensive than to go buy a new one. Exactly. Hmm. So it wasn't worth it. They got rid of it. So That could be turned into a tiny home. <laughs> a tiny <laughs> we could recycle it. <laughs> camper that goes nowhere. Well, yeah. you know, you tow it there and just, there you go. There you go. That's all good. You're done. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, you could be. All right, folks, one 888 Hey, I do want to remind you, uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by Interstate Batteries uh, of San Diego. Um, Interstate Batteries n- nationwide, everywhere. Um, Interstates are the highest quality batteries out there. The number one technician recommended battery. We do not stock nor sell any other line of battery at the West Automotive Group for one single reason. They are the highest quality batteries out there. Uh, if you need a... A battery-free one of your vehicles. Just jump on westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, get in. We'll get you an interstate installed. If you need a battery for any other reason, you can check them out at their storefronts, 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate battery, a battery for every need. And there's no lie about that. Um, I just ordered new batteries for uh, the backup for the server at uh, the main office. Because a little light was flashing, like replace batteries, replace batteries, replace batteries. <laughs> well, they go bad. I'm gonna. I gotta replace the battery in my truck since I don't drive it every day. The battery goes dead now. Sometimes uh, uh, it was dead this morning. <laughs> sitting, sitting's not good for batteries either. We no, know that. they don't like to sit. Somebody asked me the other day, "Why don't you keep a battery in your Mustang?" I said, "Because I'd be replacing them all the time." Because they just. I mean, you let a battery sit for you know on in a vehicle for like two months, three months. It's dead. It's dead. I mean, you can't bring it back. Even. They're not. I mean, they're it's not dead made. to the point where you can't bring it back. Even. Yeah, they're not made for that. So anyway, it's all good. Um, gonna be good stuff. It looks like they're expecting uh, San Diego beaches uh, on a on a as you drive your vehicle down to the beach. Looks like uh, they're gonna be busy, busy, busy um, this weekend. So if you go out. Uh, Make sure and uh, enjoy, but uh, abide by the rules. Be safe. and uh, It's supposed to be a really nice weekend this weekend, too. Because, um, you know, this is this is kind of the kickoff for the summer and kind of the end of the desert season and kind of uh, all the campgrounds will be full. Actually, they're probably already full. I've noticed yesterday there was a lot of, uh, I've seen a lot of travel trailers moving around. So people oh, yeah. are trying to get to where they're going. I'm sure a lot of people are going out. This is, pr- well... I don't know what the weather is supposed to be in the desert. Actually, it's supposed it might to be, be warm. Well, I don't know about the desert, but they were talking about just the inland. It's supposed to be a little bit. It, it's about you know because it's been. I mean, it was kind of warm yesterday and the day before, but they said it's supposed to cool down a little bit more, like it had been the week before. So it's supposed to be. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be really. I mean, if you were out and about and the sunshine was out and stuff, even though it was a little cooler, it'd be a really nice weekend for you. Yep. Uh, here. 
But not the, on not on the East Coast. This is another thing I'm looking at though. I'm looking at you know, there's a lot of people that are gonna be out uh vacationing this weekend, so it's gonna be a busy weekend. So Yep. I agree. Yeah. I mean, get out and enjoy though. Yeah, the East Coast is supposed to be quite cold and rainy and not really When did that just happen? Huh. Did you see dad's text? Said it's forty six degrees I, there in Ohio. I was running late this morning, you know. Oh. Battery died on my truck. This, this, this. <laughs> you I didn't, didn't have time to look at my phone. <laughs> you almost didn't make it to the show. I know. I was thinking, hmm, maybe you're not coming. Well, it, I had all these little five minute things this morning that helped me up. <laughs> oh, there you go. That that happens. They stack up after a little while. Yes. See? Next thing you know, it turns into twenty five minutes. Al- always check your battery every time it's serviced, like we do at the West Automotive Group for you. We check it with the interstate battery tester just to let you know. That way you don't get stuck somewhere. We don't want to be stuck somewhere. All right, folks, give us a call. 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Everybody must be having their second cup of coffee this morning. So either that or you all talk to the garden guys. And- hey, you know, it was kind of slow on the way here. I was surprised because normally on a, on a three-day weekend like this, normally Saturdays are kind of busy mornings. I, I think a lot of people uh, took off yesterday. Yeah, I think so, too. That's what I'm saying. I think they were moving and getting set in for the weekend. So yeah, I agree. I agree. I think so. So anyway, um, let's talk about the cost of buying a hybrid vehicle versus uh, so hybrids and uh, electric vehicles. If you can buy the same model and often you can like uh, um, most vehicles like so the F-150, there's there's a hybrid F-150, right? Okay. Or is it all electric that they're making now? No, they're making the all electric one. OK, so that versus. Um, what's the cost difference that versus buying a gasoline one, like an EcoBoost uh, uh, V6 F-150? Which I, one's more expensive? I want to say the electric one is. It is more expensive. I haven't actually looked at the prices. I was just I was looking at a side comparison of the F-150 to there's another uh, pickup, there, like Sandusky, Ohio or something, one of the where they were making the Chevy Cruiser or something like that. Uh-huh. They closed that thing, and they're actually making – General Motors is not making. Another car company bought that uh, Factor, factory. That plant. And they're making a four-wheel drive, uh, like an F-150. But it's not, I mean, obviously, it's made by another company. It's not an F-150. It's not a, it's not it's a, a pickup. Ford, it's not a Ford. But, product. I mean, it's that weight in that weight division. That so, size. it's a half half yeah. ton, yeah. yeah. I gotcha. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, I, this is the thing about hybrids. This is another thing. How are they faring out on, on maintenance-wise, anyways? I mean, we're, we're here long enough that our maintenance is... Is the maintenance heavy on a hybrid after so many years, or how are we doing on this? Well, what we've noticed about hybrids, I mean, you still have the engine oil changes. You got to do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You have that. You need have brakes. You have all the normal stuff. You know. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's about the same. Um, you do. How often are we seeing batteries go dead in these things? How about that on the hybrids well, when that, they charge and uncharge and uncharge? You know what I mean? That's a good point. I, that's what I was getting ready to get to on this. Is it depends. You buy a hybrid and you don't drive it a lot. It sits a lot. You're going to have the same problem with the hybrid battery. So, as you know, we take care of a lot of vehicles for different agencies and uh, I've done a lot of hybrids that uh, these agencies have bought hybrids and then they're not used and they just sit there and in short order. Uh, matter of fact, I was talking to uh, uh, one of the agencies just uh, two days ago and they have a whole line of these Hondas that they have and they're like, they have 3,000 miles on them and all the hybrid batteries are no good anymore. The reason why is they've been sitting for four they never or got five charged years. Up. They don't get used ever. So basically, well, what you, they... those are not plug-ins. So you have to drive them to charge them. I mean, that's you have. So that, that buying a hybrid vehicle is a terrible idea if you're not going to use it. Well, especially if you, I mean, obviously, if you don't work anymore. I mean, you're retired and 
you don't you know you, you tend to only drive your car maybe 100 miles a month compared to Three thousand dollars, three thousand miles a month, or whatever you used to. You're do. not going to save anything. Uh, okay, that's you're going to spend more money to buy a hybrid. Well, this is not- what this is what uh, this is what the people need to know when they go to buy cars. Because I've noticed sometimes, even uh, my daughter just went and bought a new car. Went and 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 as I watch people go buy cars like this, mm-hmm. so it, it's 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 not that it, they don't know. You know, what I mean, they're uneducated about it, so. They don't. It's not until three weeks later they realize that this was a bad idea that I got this. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Or so, I should have got this option, or I shouldn't have. So you need to do your research before you buy any car, obviously. But if you're if you're not driving quite a bit, then the cost of a hybrid, and then what's going to cost you later, may I mean, could be you could end up spending a lot more money, and you're really not saving the environment that much. Let's be honest with each other. No, because you got to make batteries, you got to make electricity. I mean. Let's face it. Even that SDG&E subdivision right there in Escondido. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, they they run. Uh, they use natural gas to power that plant. And dude, you can see the fumes coming out of the thing because they're power. I mean, they got to make electricity, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's got to be made somehow. And they use they they use petroleum products to make the electricity to make your. We do that a lot. That's right. So right. whether it's getting burnt over here or over there, it's getting burnt somewhere. Well, and that yeah, yeah, but the main part is the cost of the car versus how much you're going to save, et cetera, and things like that. It's all stuff you need to work out. All right, let's uh, grab uh, Libby in National City real quick. Good morning, Libby. Hi, good morning. Um, yes, I've got a 98 Honda. Yes, ma'am. That, yeah, I'm retired now, and, I, and I'm not able myself to drive, but I do keep the, the car insured and so forth. And, and um, once in a while, I'll ask a friend to take it on the freeway and, mm-hmm. you know, rent it for a half hour. But I'm interested in hearing from you as to what would be a better idea if I don't use it, but such a little, a little bit. Um, I mean, I don't use it at all myself, and I just have someone run it once a month or once every two months, even. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, do you keep the car because uh, people drive you around, or or you just keep it because you just want to keep it? Yeah, I just keep it because I've been told that it's it's a good car, it mm-hmm. has a good engine. It when they do, different people have driven and they go, "Wow, this is a funky little car. It wants yeah. to go." Yep. Do you, well. Do, my question is, do you foresee? So you don't drive at all anymore? No, I'm I'm I've got a medical problem with okay. my vision, but it's my vision is improving. I don't know if it will improve to the point where I could drive but well yeah that'd be awesome hopefully um so i understand what you're saying so the car doesn't get driven much and stuff like that you know the best thing is just to, for somebody to get it out every so often and obviously drive it um you know and usually every couple of weeks would be a great idea if you're not going to do that the other thing you can do is there's a little thing called a battery tender you can purchase to put on that keeps mm. the battery from going uh dead which we want to prevent because when uh, uh, lead acid batteries go dead and then you charge them back up dead. They, it really shortens the life on them really quickly. Uh, so keep, oh. keeping it fully charged is very helpful. Now these little battery tenders, they don't cost much and they're like little trickle chargers and they're also smart because they know when the battery is fully charged up, they turn off. And then when it drops to a certain voltage, they turn back on. Uh, we use them on most of our, I use them on all my motorcycles because they don't get ridden enough, and those little batteries need to stay charged for sure, or they'll go bad quickly. Um, so, yeah, it's called a battery tender. Um, Interstate sells them, so 
Oh, how wonderful. Now, could I get, do you just go to uh, the auto parts? Uh, you know what I do? Interstate ba- Interstate Battery has two storefronts. Uh, one's on Cabot oh. Drive in Miramar and one's in La Mesa at 70th and University. And they'd be more than happy to help you out with those. Um, and they, oh, they keep a lot of different ones in stock. So really, really good options. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. That's very helpful. Okay, Battery Tender and uh, La Mesa. Yeah, so uh, here's, a, here's a phone number to them if you'd like, if you're, if you're ready. Well, I'm not, pre- I'm oh. not ready. Okay. I'm, I'm probably take too much time. That's fine. Too much of your time before you, I got ready. <laughs> you can just look them up. It's Inter- Interstate okay. Batteries of San Diego, and you'll, you can find their two locations. Okay. okay. Interstate Batteries of San Diego. Thank you so much. No problem. You're more than welcome. You have a wonderful, safe weekend. You too. Okay. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. So great, great question for sure. Let's uh, real quick here grab uh, Les in Chula Vista so we don't run out of time. Good morning, Les. Hello, gentlemen. I'm standing in my garage here beside a uh, 1984 Mercedes 300D turbo diesel uh-huh. that I bought for my son uh, for college. Gotcha. Bought it from an old doctor friend of mine. It's uh, one of those old that's a straight su- line five-cylinder five turbo diesels. Yeah, we call that a super. Uh, that, that's a super tank Mercedes. <laughs> I'll tell you, I had a client who grew up uh, near Vienna, mm-hmm. had one here in San Diego. He drove it nearly one million miles. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, he, ch- he changed the oil every 3,000 miles and uh, sa- uh, adjusted the valves from time to time, and it just kept running and running. Oh, yeah. And, and, one, la- and one last point. I see quite a few of these vintage Turbo diesels still on the freeway today. Yes, sir. You sure do. There's a lot of them out there, and they were really reliable, and that was a super reliable diesel motor. Just phenomenal. Just a phenomenal engine. Yes, it was. I used to work on a lot of those back in the day. So uh, um, although there's still some you see out there, there's not near as many as there used to be. But, uh, um, yeah, yeah, that's right. One more. Sure. One further thing, sure. Uh, you never have to get a smog test. Now, I don't know if that'll continue forever, uh, probably, but you never have to get a smog test on those cars. They're grandfathered in. Yeah, that's because of the age of them, correct. Yep. So, Thank you, it, gentlemen. No, no problem. Hey, thanks for the call. Thanks for listening to the show, and have yourself a wonderful, safe Memorial Day weekend. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. So, good point. Yeah, we don't, uh, they don't, I don't, 84. Or, yeah, Dude. it's been a while. I know. I'm, I'm just thinking the first time I ever, I, it was a 198. I'll never forget the 1984 uh, Mercedes That's tur- turbo was. diesel. Uh-huh. That's what he was just talking about. And that about was it. the big bodied one. Yeah. Those things were a tank. It, but they did. I mean, you know what? They actually, the car actually rode really good. It was kind of like a DeLorean thing. Even when you got going fast, it would kind of float like a Cadillac and ride yeah, nice. They were nice but, riding cars. They were. But getting that thing moving was just, it was just, yeah. It was like the it was like the Volkswagen Rabbit. It didn't, it, it did click, 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 click. You might be doing 15 mile an hour in 20 minutes. So Yeah, in, in relation to today's to, to vehicles and, and the, the, the speed and, and, and promptness and, and, yes, it was. Uh, but I tell you what, uh, heavy, nice riding car that you felt safe in you know heavy car though well but, yeah uh, they had the european that that's when they still had the european uh feel to them when you sat in the car you know mm-hmm. the europeans like the, the mercedes was always big on that and even the bmws with the big steering wheel and i mean that was all the european op- back, stuff you know what i mean then, yeah yeah so 
Yep, but cool cars for sure. I agree with him. Still running about. And yes, those diesels, just like a semi-truck motor, you can get hundreds of thousands of miles out of them. There's no question. Well, yeah, the thing is, is those motors didn't rev very high, so that's why, you know, that's why they lasted long. You know what I mean? There wasn't a lot of pressure on the... Just the way they're built. The on the cylinder walls and stuff like that. And honestly, I don't think Mercedes builds engines like they used to. But you remember, remember the old Mercedes where they had that like Teflon lining actually on the cylinder walls, and you actually had to go to a special machine shop to have them machined. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't. I'm pretty sure they don't do all that crazy I think it, stuff anymore. They were anymore. silicone impregnated. Is I don't remember what it was. It was just something weird about them. It, but I just know that. Uh, I know they don't. They don't. I'm sure they don't make engines like that anymore. You know what I mean? So well, some of the technology is amazing, but as far as lasting the length of time, well, no, uh, they they don't have to because the motor oils are so much better. Correct. I mean, the motor oil, the motor oil does what that impregnant of the metal did. So, and then there's also that stuff that Lucas and and whoever else sells. They say that when you put products in your engine like that, it soaks into the metal. So, mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah, I'm not not a big. Uh, yeah, I, I just know. some people oil. support all these different kinds of additives. I'm not all of the additives aren't the greatest thing in the world. Some things work good, some things don't. So I typically, but the quality of oil is definitely up without question these days, and and obviously keeps your vehicle running. So I guess uh, I want to close on this because we're going to run short on time here in just a few minutes. But my my main thing with this is uh, whether you buy a, a gas or diesel vehicle, you buy a gas or diesel hybrid, or you buy an electric vehicle. You need to look at your scenario and what you're doing and what fits you best and what cost-wise you're going to get get the most value out of. All those things are extremely important to figure out um, before you go out and purchase the vehicle. And then also, what are you looking for the vehicle to do and how, you know, you know where are you going with it and different things like it. There's so many options that uh, uh, these days you have when it comes to cars and, and what, what you want to buy. So... Um, basically, uh, you know, do your homework, check it out. We like them all. I, I, I don't, I'm not against hybrids or electric vehicles or any of that stuff. Um, but I just, like I said, I think that you really need to make a determination, uh, what, uh, is best for you. And, and once again, I, 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 once again, I also, um, believe that like Kevin, you know, to produce the electricity for these vehicles, um, you, you, you know, you as an end user are just using electricity. I get you if it's all electric, but at the same time, um, it's produced somehow, some way. Well, it's it's not even that because the, the, if the, they're always the people that are always against it are always saying that uh, that it's so much cleaner, but it's not. I mean, even if you don't put the the making the electricity, what about making the batteries? The batteries that's well, that's like pollution too, you know. So well, once they're out, but it can be cleaner because uh, using natural gas. To produce electricity is cleaner than 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 gas and diesel running cars. I I get that, but at the same time, um, that we're still doing all these different things to do so. So my whole point to this is just figure out the car that best suits your needs, and will give you the best value. And that's what it's all about. Well, that's just it. Just what you just said, because you know what I was thinking. It's not. It's not like you got to find something that suits your needs. Not. You can't go buy the car just because you think you're saving the world with it. You know what I'm saying? You well, got to buy. You well, can if you want to, but that may not be the best value. Well, so it's not going to suit your needs neither. So there we go. We wasted money again because now it just sits in the garage. Because correct. All right, folks. So just determine what car you want to buy and check it out and make sure that you uh, take it for a good test drive and check all the options. San Diego and everybody else out there, we appreciate you joining us today at Auto Talk Radio. Keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. 
We will be back next week, and we appreciate everybody that called in and joined in. Have yourself a wonderful, safe Memorial Day weekend, and we'll catch you next Saturday. Anything added? Yeah, just have a safe uh, weekend, and uh, just God bless all the fallen soldiers. Yep, for sure. Thank, thank, uh, thanks to them for uh, giving us our freedoms. Everybody, be safe. This has been Auto Talk Radio on eleven seventy, and K Praise, and the answer. We'll catch you next week. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group.